When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is your biggest office pet peeve at your own office? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. And I know that like for a lot of people, maybe you haven't been back to the office yet, but just I mean, maybe your pet peeve is that your office is at home, and that's perfectly fine. 651-641-1071. What's your biggest pet peeve at the office? And the reason we're asking. Why are we asking? Thank you for asking. Um, I saw this uh, BuzzFeed uh, take on Mindy Kaling. You know, she's doing a lot of rounds because um, her show, Never Have I Ever, is back up on Netflix for season two. Anywho, uh, they asked her what her biggest complaint was when she was filming The Office. And her, her answer was actually very relatable to people who work in an office. And her complaint was basically that there was no temperature control. Like oh. they could never get the temperature right. And it drove her crazy. It was, she was always either freezing or too hot, but she never could just be comfortable. That would be really annoying. Right? Now we are lucky. We actually do have temperature control in in our zones. Um, but it made me think, I'm sure people have that exact same complaint. What is your complaint about the office? 651-641-1071. Megan's on the line. Hi, Megan. Megan, what's Hi, your biggest? How are you? Good. What's your biggest office complaint? So, can I give you two? Because one involves my home office, where I've been for the last sixteen months. Yes. The other involves when I was in the office. Yes. So my biggest complaint about being in my home office is my coworker. He keeps insisting on bringing his kids to work. Oh, as we know it. So annoying. <laughs> and then my official pet peeve when I was in the office is coworkers who reheat their leftover fish in the microwave. Oh God, Ooh. never yeah, do no, no, no. fish in fish the microwave. Fish is a bad right? idea. Right? Yeah, you don't need to bring that for other people to smell. Exactly. Mm. Megan, that's a good one. Thank you for your call. You know, somebody did that in our office. Was it you? No. No, just I kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm not that stupid. I mean, I will bring pickles, pickles. but I am bringing no mm. fish. You know who brought some fish? Uh-huh. You tell. Because it's fun. Lori. Lori did. And why is that funny? Because Lori is, is, uh, she is the, she's a food shamer. She is a food shamer. She shames you all the time. Well, she used to. She doesn't doesn't really shame my food now because we don't have that crossover. It used to be that there was a show in between ours. And so we would get off the air and then they would be prepping for their show. So I would be eating lunch. Yeah. Uh, at the time they were prepping for their show. And 
I mean, at least once a week, if not more, one or one of the two of them would come in and be like, eh, why are you eating? Ash. Yeah. But then Lori one day, mm-hmm. I was walking through the office and I was like, oh my God, what is that? Who died here? And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was microwaving some fish. No. Who microwaves fish in the office? No, you should not do that. Do not. Thank you. And if you are a person who brought fish today for lunch... Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Order in. I mean, I have eaten tuna out of a can in the studio. Yeah, but you don't microwave it. That's true. But even that, well, my point is, I used to get shamed for doing that even because you walk into a room where tuna has been consumed and you can smell it, whether it's been heated or not. Imagine what it would smell like after, you know, microwaves. Mm -hmm. Let's, Let's go to Sheila. Hi, Sheila. Oh, Sheila. What... Is your biggest office pet peeve? People who clip their nails at their desk oh. and let them fly all over the floor. Okay, that is that a is, home activity. Yeah. You Why do people do that? that? That is disgusting. Regularly. Every office I've ever worked in. Who are these people? <laughs> Sheila, who are thank you? you. Thank you for your call. Listen, again, we're doing... A, this is a public service. If you are a human being in the scope of our voices... And you are clipping your nails. Nasty nails. In the office. That's nasty. That is a home activity. Take that home. And that's not even just a home activity. That is a bathroom activity within your home. Exactly. Ish. You're disgusting. That is just nasty. Let's go to Mary. I'm sorry. I'm not taking it out on you, Mary. Hi, Mary. What's your big office pet peeve? Well, if I was in an office, it was the scraping of the plastic container. Scrape, 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 uh, scrape. And I'm like, just stick your head in there and lick it out. <laughs> like when people bring okay. their lunches and they're just scraping away. Home, yeah, but working from home, it's like cats. Get off my flipping computer. Oh, but they love Aww. you so much. And they I just know. want you know, then they show you their back end, and that means they love you. I know. It's like, hey, where's my food? Oh. <laughs> Mary, thanks for your yeah. call. Yeah. I Better just... to have cats showing you their behinds than, than your coworker. Than your coworker. Exactly. Uh, let's go to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Sarah, what's your big office pet peeve? Hi, Sarah. Hi. So I have to agree with the fish one. I had a coworker that would microwave fish every single day, even what? after we told them that that's like the cardinal rule that you shouldn't no. do. Can, what kind? Yeah, I know. It's so stinky. And then the same coworker I shared a small, small, small office with, and I could always feel someone staring at me. And then when I turn around, this person would be like right over my shoulder, like looking at my computer nope. in my personal space. No, thank okay. you. I have a question too. Who eats fish every day? And what kind of fish? I know. What kind of? It was like a shocking thing. And I'm like, don't you eat anything else? Like, you're not a pescatarian. Also, <laughs> like, what kind of fish needs to be microwaved? Oh, uh, so nasty. Oh. Also, what fish was it? Was it the same fish every day, too? No, it was like a variety of fishes. Something different every single oh, day. Oh, my God. I know. You cannot microwave fish. And they were just like, ha, 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 that's funny. No, 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 no. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah. Next lesson. When people tell you in the office, please don't do that thing. The response isn't, oh, ha, ha, ha. Can I just 
I do want to just, in the interest of fairness and transparency, point out that the the uh, individuals who were responsible for microwaving fish most recently in this workplace were the two of you. Were Holly and myself? Yeah, but that was for the public good. That that was an experiment more than anything. But we did microwave. Get this, Colleen. They actually have a food product that is a package of tuna fish, quinoa, beans, and corn. This sounds vile. Mm-hmm. You microwave it in its foil pouch. Oh, God. Or mango. Was there mango? Or was there some kind of... Uh, there was a citrus component yeah, to it. Was it. Hot mango with beans and quinoa corn and corn. And tuna. Hey, this was award-winning. Best tuna on people.com's it grocery store I am not list. kidding. I actually feel nauseous. Oh, it was vile. <laughs> I mean, it sounds vile. I do not know how the two of you... Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, look, it, it was actually better when it was warmed actually that's true it it tasted like cat food Mm -hmm. but then warmed it was at least you know less cat foody wait so did you eat it we did it unwarmed yep we did both we did a side by side yep two bags because my whole thing was why would you ever microwave tuna right sounds like what am i missing i guess the only hot tuna experience you can have in the world would be like a tuna melt or a tuna casserole. That's true. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm yeah. not. I'm not used to that hot tuna. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, can I just yeah. share an email we got from Taylor? Taylor said perfumes, even outside of the office. I hate having the smell of lotions and potions shoved in my nose without my oh, consent. Well, don't oh. show up at about twelve okay. noon. All we're saying is... No, there's someone who wears a very apparent scent. Yes. There's... What? Steve wears cologne. Oh, yeah. I was like... huffed her armpit. (laughs) Oh, God. She thought it was her. She's like, like, is it me? I'm like, look, guys, I know I bike to work, but I try to use a wet wipe. No, 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 no. no. and uh, we poke fun at Steve, but um, he does wear cologne. And it's he's like the only person I know who wears a scent to work. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he doesn't just wear cologne. He leaves a chemtrail. Oh, Let's be he honest. Literally he literally does. He leaves a chemtrail. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, pig pen on, uh, you know, peanuts. You see the dirt cloud. <laughs> For him, though, it's just like cologne cloud. It's like your car noir just yeah. wafts through the hall. Yeah. Oh, is that designer imposters? Or no, is what that does he wear? <laughs> I think he wear. what's it called? It's called like, oh, Aquadigio. Is it really? Is that a really? That's, that's yeah, like did I make that up? That's like 2005. I, was say, I might have made that up. No, that's even earlier. I remember wearing Aquadigio or whatever it's called. Yeah. Anyway, when we come back, when we come back (laughs) on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be watching after this on my talk. One Oh seven one every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show. We check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be watching watching this weekend i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer and this is our friend paul mcguire grimes hey paul hey paul hello it's great to be here well, good to be hearing you we are glad to have you is what we are saying um <laughs> now the first thing that you have brought this week we sort of actually talked about even though i, I don't think anybody on this show watches the show mm-hmm. Um, but because okay. Jason Sudeikis has been all over the place, uh, Ted Lasso must be back. It is. The first episode of Ted Lasso season two is back today. And I 
cannot recommend this show enough to people. I really? was kind of late on the game on this. So this was one of Apple TV Plus's kind of first series um, back about a year ago. And I kind of missed the boat when I first came out, only got into it more recently, and have fallen absolutely in love with it. And season two is just as good, if not stronger, than the first season. And people kind of don't know Jason Sudeikis plays this coach who's not very good at his job. He's hired to uh, run this um, English soccer team and really changes them and shifts them into a more positive, more joyous thinking. Okay, so it's so funny because my husband watches this show and he yeah. over and over has said to me, you must watch the show. You will love this show. Yeah. And I've watched the first two episodes. And? And I have not fallen in love with this show. And so I'm wondering what's wrong with me. Because I will be honest, it there's like there's a piece of me that doesn't want to that doesn't want to give it a full shot because it's so sporty. And I'm like, oh. I don't want to watch a sporty show. Right. And I'll say that I don't even and for me, I don't even latch on to the sports angle of it. You like you guys know me. I don't sports, whatever. But it's how the characters work together and how, like, especially in season two, do you see them all supporting each other, being there for each other, pushing themselves to really be the best versions of themselves? And how Jason Sudeikis' character, Ted Lasso, is someone that is, so, that is filled with so much joy that even though there is negativity around him, he doesn't let that get to him. And how does he inspire his other people, even his boss, his teammates as other coaches and it's hysterical like you will be laughing in one moment maybe tearing up the next and then the writing is so sharp and clever there are pop culture references just slinging fast and furious all around the place it's really a treat that it's i mean i'm so glad to hear it i'm just surprised because i too have been like actively trying not to watch the show (laughs) Right. Like, I, I hear what you're saying. And I, I think that's why I didn't get into it right away. Because I was like, oh, this doesn't seem up my alley. But I think if you like something like uh, Beliefs Creek yeah. or The Office or Parks and Rec, it has that, like, funny but endearing, sometimes cringeworthy type of humor. But these characters are so well-loved with how they're written, how they're performed, how they're there for each other, that you, you fall for all of them. And in season two, we get to know some of these supporting characters even more. And it's it, it, I love it and think about it a lot. And if I'm feeling down, I'll throw it on just to kind of inspire me to make me feel good again. Mm. Wow. So here's my question for you. Uh, I, yeah. Everybody has lo- everybody who made it through season one has loved season one. Is season two holding up so far? Yes. I've seen the first five episodes. They're going to be released weekly. So it's that kind of appointment viewing that I think is really great for a show like this, so that you don't just plow through it right away and then you forget about it. Like you will, you will then be invested week after week. And every episode is just gets better and there are some really touching moments that are coming up there's a christmas episode in episode four and you will just be filled with love and it's kind of rom-com inspired too so there's just certain things about it that you're like oh i see what you're doing ted lasso and i love that all right what did you end up giving it four and a half out of five ticket subs a show that just took me by surprise that i love watching and i know people that have seen the first season four five times over and over again because they just love it so much so i think if you just keep going with that you will realize like oh i really do love this well and i do just want to say if you don't have apple tv plus and you're like i don't know i don't know there is enough on apple tv plus to make it worth it 
For sure. And you're going to have the morning show season two coming in September. Yeah. So it's $4.99 a month. It's not bad. I think if you buy an Apple product, you may even get like a year subscription with I think it. You're right. I don't quote me on that. Or like, I got, I got I heard a full, guy talk about it, but I got a full year when I bought my last phone. There you go. Last year or yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. So get out there and buy some Apple products. Uh, All right. So the next thing you've brought for us, Paul McGuire Grimes, is in theaters, and it's called Old. Yeah, one of the the many new movies in theaters this weekend called Old. This is the latest from M. Night Shyamalan. And what he does, he's taking this group of, you know, vacationers, putting them on this kind of resort, this secluded beach, and all of a sudden a dead body washes ashore, and these guests start to age and deteriorate at a very rapid pace, and they have no idea what is going on. Mm. That is kind of the hook that takes us into it. You know, we're all wanting to get away. We all want this relaxed thing. And then what happens if you are there, and it just goes awry? So you've got people like Gael Garcia Bernal, Rufus Sewell, Alex Wolf, uh, Vicky Kreib. So people that you may you may not know their names, per se, but you will recognize them, I think, when you start watching the movie. Does it, you know, does it give you the, you know, payoff that an M. Night Shyamalan movie should? I mean, I think it does. One of the things I think is interesting about his career is that you will find movies of his that people love and people hate. And you will find that with basically every movie. Mm-hmm. Where I really liked Old. I actually think it's one of his stronger movies, but there's other critics out there that don't care for it. I love the style of the movie. He shoots it in a way where you're like, you don't really know what's happening. You may see characters' backs, or you may see them off frame, and you're like, oh, like, are they like all of a sudden aged at a different rate than everyone else? Like, what's going to happen when we pan out or reveal? So there's like this engaging, very unnerving momentum that he gives to this movie that's mm-hmm. continually going to figure out what is happening. And you do get that kind of reveal, that twist at the end when he opens it up to what it's about and and that's the thing we all anticipate about an m night Shyamalan movie is that big twist at the end that sort of puts it all into perspective for sure and there's even a commentary that i think comes with that twist that i think is even different than what he's setting out to throughout the parts of the movie i mean there's yeah i mean i was thinking about like what happens when we're living life so fast we don't know what's going on and we're aging without even being present i think it talks about that in this movie in two seconds how many ticket stubs Four to five ticket subs. I got to interview M. Night Shyamalan and the cast of Tabla, so those are on my YouTube channel, Paul's Trips the Movie. Thank, Thank you, Paul. Paul. Everybody check Thank out Paul's you. YouTube channel, and we'll be back with Crazy Stupid Idiots. People doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, these are your Crazy Stupid Idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the same. What up? And sometimes other places. Like Like where? Toronto. Toronto. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's what this lady was saying when she arrived home and there was a man cooking for her. Now, that actually sounds lovely. I would be all over that. Except for that she didn't know the man. And he was wearing her clothing. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) 
That's what happened. That is an unexpected mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. Uh, police were called to Yonge Street and Gloucester Street around 5 o'clock on Monday, the 18th, just earlier this week, after a report of a break and enter. The victim returned to her home and, quote, found a male inside her apartment. He was, quote, wearing clothing items belonging to the female and, quote, cooking a meal. He also had stolen some of her personal items. Um, When she arrived home and locked eyes with this human, uh, he fled. But police were able to catch up with him close by. Mm. Um, And now... They are seeking the assistance of the public. Why, you ask? Why, I ask. Because they are looking to find out if there are any other possible victims. Are there any other possible victims? We don't know the answer to that yet. However, they are investigating because it seems like a person who breaks into a woman's house, puts on her clothing, and makes a meal, and then makes off with other items of personal in nature. Do you know what he was nature? probably singing? What? A fry up the bacon. Bacon. Uh, or no, what is it? It's I. I, I bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan. Never ever let him forget. Because I'm a woman. Yeah, Anjali. W O M A N. But I think that's was. Didn't they use that for an Anjali commercial? I think you're right. You're absolutely correct. Because he was wearing women's clothes. That's why yes. I thought of that. Did yeah, no. Oh, okay. I got it. All right. Good job. I'm Thank proud you. of you. Uh, any who's whatsy, if you see him, he's wearing I've, a dress and... Uh, no, actually, he's been caught. I've worn a, a woman's dress before, but never while making bacon. I mean, there's a first time for everything, Bradley. It's true. What are you waiting for? <laughs> yeah. Maybe this weekend. <laughs> Where are we going next? We are going to Amsterdam. Yes. Hey, Holly would like are to Are we going to have breakfast? Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. I am going to tell you a story about Joseph Olmsted. Mm. Joseph, Olm- Joseph Olmsted mm-hmm. is 33 years old. And he was arrested on Monday night and charged with doing something illegal. Mm. Now, if I told you that he was charged with one count of aggravated driving while intoxicated, mm-hmm. that would be bad. You would say, well, it sounds like he's going to get a DUI, mm-hmm. and that is a bad thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But it's also just kind of garden variety. Yeah, it ain't. it's not special. So why are we talking about it on this segment? That's my question. Because of what happened before he had been arrested. Mm. So it was how the cops determined that he had driven drunkos. Ooh. Was he piddling out the window while he was driving? <laughs> no. no, I'm going to lead you a little bit oh, up the okay. walk. He actually showed up at a party. Okay. And, and they were like, wow, that dude's drunk. Call the police. I mean, is that... I mean, I'm not saying that that's good. I'm just saying, like, is that not normal for somebody to show up at a party? and maybe He was at the wrong few- party. Oh. Was it a children's birthday party? It wasn't a party. Oh. It was a people's house. Ooh. Where he thought there was a party. But there wasn't. And there was no party. And then Oof. he got real angry that there was no party at the house that he thought there was supposed Ooh. to be a party at. Oh, yeah. You show up to the party and you're like, I brought- hey, guys. 
I brought the natty ice. Where's the party? Where's the party? Yeah, well, turns And they didn't out feel like partying. There was no party. Ooh. The incident happened just before 9 p.m. at a residence in Amsterdam. The homeowner there reported... Amsterdam? Amsterdam. <laughs> the homeowner reported an unknown intoxicated man in their driveway who believed he was at an address for a party. <laughs> Oof, oof. When told by the homeowner there was no party at that address, that's when he became belligerent. Mm. And uh, an officer who arrived smelled alcohol on his breath, observing signs that he was intoxicated and then failed a field sobriety test. Failed a field sobriety test. It's not that easy to say. Custody. Just make Bye. sure. Just make sure you get the address right. Yeah, that's it's rule hard number one of partying. Drunk. True that. Yeah. True that. Um. Okay. Our next crazy, stupid idiot uh, exists all over the world. Actually, uh, all over the yeah, world. It's called Facebook. Oh, the Facebook is a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Ooh, fun. What they do? Okay. Uh-huh. So there's a gardening group in New York. And um, Facebook has shut them down. <laughs> oh, no. Because they had to flag too many offensive posts. Oh, God. Are they like a weed? Do they grow weed or something? No, illegal? they grow just regular plants. But apparently Facebook's algorithm caught up with them because they were using words like ho. Oh, and ho? yeah, like H O E, like a garden hoe. You can't use the word hoe. Well, apparently it was that coupled with the fact that there were other types of, uh, you know, word combinations that they were using, like just kill them all, talking about weeds in the garden. Oh my god, that's hilarious! It's so they thought it was like comical, some terrorist group. Yeah, so they shut them down. These hoes for trying being to be killing them all. Uh, their automated systems flag posts with offending material and then delete them. But if a group's members or administrators violate the rules too many times, then the entire group can get shut down. And that's what happened because the administrators were giving out gardening tips and advice and they were saying things like push, pull, hoe. Or asking for your most loved and indispensable weeding tool, uh, or telling you how to kill all the weeds. Oh my God, there's one that said Japanese beetles are jerks. Yes, also that. Kill them all, drown them in soapy water. <laughs> they were cited for possible violence, incitement, or hate in so, multiple comments. Did they figure this out? Uh, you know what? I don't know, but I hope that they do. I mean, clearly they've contacted the media to expose how ridiculous this is. It said um, the company found the group corrected the mistake in enforcement. It also put an extra check in place, meaning someone, an actual person, will check offending posts before they get deleted. Okay, again. I think that's a good thing. So, yeah, so they figured it out, but it must have, I bet it was just all like, you know, that is funny though. You don't even think about how often you say things that could be mistaken or misinterpreted. Well, and the, like you said, like the Asian beetles are jerks or Japanese, yeah, beetles, Japanese yeah. beetles are jerks. And then they were like, that's culturally insensitive yeah, or that's and then racist. Kill them all with soapy, drown them in yeah. soapy water. It could be anything. Exactly. And then just the word ho is funny to me. Ho, but it's spelled wrong. But it's you know, not people, people misspell you know. things. That's true. People misspell things. It happens all the time. All the time. 
Anywho, be careful with your Facebook groups because you could get shut down. I got to think about I'm not even really in any Facebook groups. Really? That's like the one reason I go on Facebook. Is it? I'm on a buy nothing group, a neighborhood buy nothing group, which by the way, those what are do you great. you do, buy nothing? Yeah. Like the, the gist of a buy nothing group is like about building community through giving and receiving things that one person may not need any longer. Oh. So it's like, you know, for example, I've really been trying to get a salad spinner and every once in a while somebody's trying to give one away and then you put your name and then like somebody draws it. Oh. I have not yet gotten my salad spinner. It's cool. Don't worry about it. But like there, but it's all about like creating community through giving things. It's yeah. They're very nice. Anyway, most neighborhoods have them. It's, uh, it's not the same as like a curb alert, you know, like. Hey, out on the curb. I put this out on the curb. Come and get it. It's not like that. It's really about like building community. Also, my mother's a multiples group. Shout out to you guys. Uh, now, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a little game to play. What's that game called? Uh, Clue. We're going to play Clue. <laughs> I'm so excited. That would be kind of awesome. Not on the air. No, we're going to do the throw back live after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One oh seven one.